Hello, hello. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Well, um, it's a beautiful, soft and gentle morning. It's cool. Yeah, there's like these. And I love this kind of weather. This it's kind of, light. it wraps itself around me, if I can put it in yeah, that like a way. Blanket, like a soft light. It's blanket. like a blankie. It's like uh, Charlie yeah. Brown. Peanuts. Yeah. yeah. Peanuts. Just the shorts. Diffused. Yeah, it's like my blankie. It's mm -hmm. my blankie. Yeah, I came down. So uh, yeah, and seeing floating. seeing that I was bumped off, bumped off my Hong Kong flight, and I'm mm. still uh, uh, in local Sunday. You in know, Limbo. I'm still here in Limbo. for good reason, and that I'm on my way to the airport again tomorrow on Friday the thirteenth. Okay, I can, I I can, but only look at life as an experience and an exciting one. Exactly. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Your Friday the 13th yeah. is a good day. My firstborn was born on Friday the 13th. Friday Interesting. The 13th, yeah. Alexander, my firstborn. Yeah, and he's, he's, a phenomena, he's a phenomena himself. Yeah. 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 Legend in his own time, that one. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. And I still mm -hmm. think he should uh, <laughs> pursue that um, little niggly bit of acting and performing that he always he wanted to yes. kind of thought about and wanted to do i think somewhere in his life path that might pop up again i don't we'll know why to, we'll have to see we'll have to see he's left it too long in a way he's almost 27 and he's not done much um and it gets he can start later many actors have started later some actors started in their 30s some started in their 40s so each of yeah. our journeys are um different right we have no control over yeah. We have no control yeah. over children. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to, there's going to be a silent breath that will, that will wake up something in him. I don't know. Let's yeah, see. I just think it might happen. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Can you yeah. hear me? Okay. Is everything right there? You can hear me. Everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine. So about control. I'm in. I'm in control. Are you in control? <laughs> really? <laughs> I've realized we're in control of nothing. And you friend. know, and you know how um, hooked on being in control. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hence, hence today's elephant. It's right? one of my nemesis. Yeah, it's a nemesis. It's, it's important for being in control. Yes. Or, yeah. or to have the appearance <clears throat> that you're in control. I think it's a big, yeah. it's a total. But you, you should have, you should have heard me with my financial institution, mm. because there's something on my credit card between that and the Uber, that's not talking to each other, and they say to me my credit card has expired, yeah. and I was standing outside the head office of Momentum Metropolitan Momentum in yes. Centurion, uh, waiting for an Uber, and I. The performance I put up and the decibels that I reached, I should be I should be acting and I should be singing opera. I think. Is it? I think I can. I think and I can project quite a bit of volume when I I'm want. I'm sure to. you can. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Let me say this much to yeah. you. I have now, on three different occasions over the last year and a half, tried. To add my FNB, I'll say the banking name because I love my FNB. They they're good to me, and everything seems to work. Card to Uber. It was on Uber. I used FNB card. One day I'm trying to Uber, and it just goes, card not valid. Load another card. Whatever. I'm like, what? Yes, my yes, card. that's my experience as well. Let me tell yeah. you this, and sorry if this is going to sound bad. It's not your bank. It's Uber, dude. It's not your bank. I know it's Uber. It's I know Uber. it's Uber. But so uh, then I delete the card later. <laughs> now I yeah. only use Bolt because Bolt take my money. They have these new little yellow taxis. I don't know if they have them there in Irene, but there's these yeah. little yellow yeah. breads. They are wonderful. They're tiny. They make a noise, but it's a, a new entry point and <laughs> it's half the price. So I just use the tiny little yellow taxis. That's what I use. I'm I'm going to most probably uh, do that as well because uh, if Uber, I mean I've now reloaded the app, cancelled the oh. app, 
yes. reloaded Uber, yes. uh, put in my new, not new, my current credit yes. card detail, and it still tells me, it yes. still tells me that it's not valid because the credit card has expired. So no, it's driving it me up stuff. the so wall. Think... And you know what? Talk about control. Yes. The unfortunate thing is there's no direct contact line or call yes. center to yes. Uber. 100%. So they hide. They hide because yes. they owe me 800 bucks as well. No, there's no one and you can talk to... to. There's no No, one you can't. You. No, just, you but can't. It's, but it's the same with um, Take A Lot. On Tuesday, exactly. I some Wi-Fi measuring. Exactly. I took the yeah. same day delivery. I paid an extra 95 Rand for this. Do you think the package yeah. arrived on the same day? No, it didn't. When I write to the when I'm trying to get in touch with someone, all I can do is go to a general page and write emails. And uh, yeah, all they go, oh, we're so sorry for the inconvenience. That's all they do. They don't say, gee, we don't want to lose you as a client. Gee, he has a hundred voucher towards your next purchase. Gee, we'll give you a discount because nothing. Oh, and they'll refund me. It'll take 72 hours. So talk about control. And what that brings up with me is how do you function in a society where the people you give your money to have all the control and you have none? Oh, very interesting statement. Very it's interesting bank, statement. Because banks go offline tomorrow, how do we pay for shit? Yeah, yeah. Look, control. I mean, I've had a very bad experience with Take A Lot. In actual fact, I've just, I've cancelled them. Talk about cancel culture. Because um, I'm I'm just not prepared to do business with people that's that is that arrogant mm. and that has no no customer centricity skills oh, whatsoever. No. No. So um, yeah, I've I've decided to uh, just take another route or buy things in a different way. Yes. But I will not subject myself Likewise. to their utter utter. Incompetence. Correct. I need to. Yeah. So back to. So I hope that I hope somebody from Take a Lot pick picks up on this. Yes. Or pick up on this because I um, I really be. think they are dismal. I think they're they dismal. And tell me what what what, what uh, group are they part of? Are they part of Multi Choice or Nasbash? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nasbash owns them. I mean, they should really. There's oh, a there's arrogance. a wake up call needed there. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and I know they're trying to hustle to be the one in market before Amazon comes, because Amazon are coming. I just don't know if it'll be the same Amazon as in the States, because whether we like it or not, and this is not about um, talking up any country specifically, but when it comes to customer-centric service and for the clients oh, to get what they want, America is the place, unfortunately. <clears throat> yeah, I no, I agree. There they make you feel I agree a lot with me. You know, I agree with you. That losing one customer in that big market is a problem. You don't lose yeah. So back to control. I was thinking about it. That's, we decided this was our that's topic. that's our elephant, by the way. Yeah, that's control the elephant control. in the room is all about control. When it's did, all about control. When did yeah. you feel for the first time in your life you had control over your own life? Because, you know, when you're a baby and when you're a child, you don't have control. Your parents have control. So the school system has control. The, the, you're not really in control of your sort of destiny. Yes, you can make choices and so on, but you have people doing it for you. So that's my view anyway. So at which point did you feel you had control for the first time in your life? Well, I want to answer this in the following way. I've always been fighting against control. Yes. I've always, I have never, I've hated control with a passion. Mm. Mm. Um, and it comes from my absolute, total inner being. Um, and it has created massive problems for me. Yes. Because the world is based on systems. And I ask why a lot. And why is not something that sits well with control? Yes, it doesn't. Because I question. And if you question, um, you have a problem when it comes to control. Because yeah, I've, I had but, that, yeah, I've had that very same experience in my life. Correct. 
Yeah. So, you know, if you, and therefore I think one should go and look and we must talk about where, where does control originate from? Where, where, where does it come from? Where does this thing of being in control come from? I think it comes from, my personal view is, if you took us 10,000 years ago running around the plains of the planet, right? We were all living in caves. We were living in tribes. Hunter-gatherers. Hunter-gatherers, yeah. So what control did those people really have on the elements, for example? They thought they thought rain and thunder and the solar eclipses and stars in the sky were the gods. They had no control over any of this. They could live in a cave. They could hunt an animal. So they could, you know, that was the kind of control they had. But for the rest, the elements, mineral, whatever that is, it, I don't know that there was any control. I mean, I'm not saying this is good or bad. I'm just saying I'm trying to picture myself 10,000 years ago running around with a spear, loincloth, and living in a cave. That's about the amount of control you had is to protect your your kin, maybe, if you were a man. I'm going to hunt. Yeah, so what what is the what is the tipping point? What 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 happened? Or an actual fact, I, I will answer that myself. I think yes. that fear was quite uh, I think fear is responsible for control. Yeah, great. In a lot of cases, most cases, control is based on fear. Correct. I think, and it's fear of the unknown, right? Yeah, yeah. And and for me, but not only, but but not only the unknown. Um, Through our systems, control has become a way of keeping or having power so if you control you have power correct and that power obviously has uh, a different effect it can bring you money it can bring you other riches um, and power is something that um, yeah that has become very poisonous in our world system I feel poisonous and toxic, correct? Because and toxic, yes. Yeah, because the powerful behave in a certain way that puts them above others. And I don't think it's a new thing. I think it's come through the ages. If you look at the Roman Empire or the Greek Empire, yeah. the, you know, whenever there was empire, empires needed to control. And control they use by putting in police forces, military, tax systems. Uh, social structures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Look at the British Empire. It was all about control. Yeah. And the Roman Empire. Control. Roman, yeah. British, any empire. I mean, look at the National Party. Um, look at the current ANC. I mean, I just think for them, it's about the people need to answer to us if you're a powerful person. so And the controls they have over you is by using fear of tax authority, the police, the military, ostracization or any of that stuff, you know um it's like we live and we just want to belong and be and carry on yet there's all these things in place that that you have to constantly consider in order just but to, you see yeah. you just mentioned something very very important is that we just want to be mm. our human nature is that we just want to be in a certain way we want freedom and we want to be left alone not alone as in singularly alone but we want to have the freedom of choice the freedom of existence and all of that is countered by excessive control yeah we are being controlled and we want control so there's self-control. Now that's an interesting one. Yes. Now self-control is an interesting one. Yes. Because and that's also based fail. on fear. That's also based on fear. 100% fear, but it's also where most of us fail. Because with that chalky that's in the cupboard there and you want to go grab it and you have to train <laughs> yourself. And I'm, just, I'm just using an example that um, shows me I have almost zero self-control. 
because I just cannot <laughs> leave that thing alone. You know what I mean? It's um, or it's people yeah. who steal. Let's talk about people who steal and take things from other people. You have no self control. People who hurt other people, they, mm-hmm. uh, no self control. I don't mean self defense. I mean people that are just stealing yeah. and robbing and you know. So where's that control? Yeah. Why is there no locus of control? So what 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 is the result of ex- excessive control? For example, let's look at the current state of affairs. Let's look okay. at Israel. Let's look mm. at Gaza and the Palestines. Yes. Uh, and and what's happening there now? There was an interesting little thing I picked up on a, a Japanese guy that obviously. <laughs> No, coming from Japan, yes. he was as objective as could be. Yes. And I mean, there's a few interesting statements is that all of that that is now Israel, all of it mm. actually belonged to the Palestinians. Correct. And then in the 50s, Ben Gurion, I think, and, and you can slaughter me for, I mean, my, my knowledge on this specific history is not good. Uh, in actual fact, it's zilch, but yes. taking from what he said, and then in the 50s, uh, the this new state of Israel came about, and systematically, through control, the Palestinians is moved around to the West Bank, to Gaza, mm. and in actual fact, within a free society, if they had to vote... Yes. For within that specific area that was the ground of the Palestinians, that yes. belonged to the Palestinians, yes. the Palestinians will win the vote. Yes. They will, Correct. through free vote, they will, they will vote out the Israelis. So the Israelis has been holding on through control Yes, because that's the only way they can exist. Yes. So that's their fight for their own freedom. That's interesting, but through excessive control. So Gaza, two million people, water, electricity by Israel. Yes. Okay. So they can't escape anywhere, nowhere. They're not even by sea. Uh, they might be allowed into Egypt on the left, if I can put it that way. Yes. Where they border Egypt. Yes. Um, but for the rest, <clears throat> excessive control. Yes. And I mean, they are now throttled into a position because of no, having no control, or no freedom. It's not yes. With them, it's not. They have no freedom. They have no space to move, literally. Yes, they have no and control they, of their destiny, if you want to put it that way. No yes, control. they have no control of their destiny. Correct. And what an interesting situation. Yeah. And if you now have to mix that up with human nature, and yet uh, the, the, who's the prime minister of Israel, Netanyahu, or whatever his surname is, he's in a very precarious position through laws that he's trying to push through yes. he had his eyes it seems off the ball or or maybe this was allowed because of being or leaning so right-wing mm. that they actually just simply want to get rid of the palestinians yeah it's a very hot potato i mean i know i know a little bit about the history not much but i know that <clears> 1948 <throat> after the second world war the United Nations and Europe and the Allies and all came together and they said that Israel could have their land back that was given to them by God in the Old Testament and Moses. So let's talk about a little bit about control. So we live in a world where a certain uh, people were the hand-picked chosen ones of God, the creator of all things on earth, and he gave them laws in order to control them because look what they did after they left Egypt as slaves when Moses took them out they weren't out for a week or three and they started making a golden calf and worshiping it because Moses had gone into the mountain to get commandments from God now these are the same people that now claim Israel belongs to them according to the Bible a book that only two billion people on earth believe in because the other two billion are Muslims, they believe in the Quran, and the others are Hindus and Buddhists and, and, and atheists. Atheists, yeah. 
So yeah. it's a very hot potato topic because, you know, we can go on for days about about this, but uh, I don't know, you don't talk about it because it's, uh, you know, it's not a topic you talk about unless you've studied it, apparently. You're not allowed to look at the Bible that everyone talks about and go, hang on a sec, let's look at this. Um, you have no claim to this land, none whatsoever anymore. And then my view on this is that it's a family feud because if you know the Bible a little bit, the story of Abram, Abram's wife, Sarah, couldn't have a child. So she came to Abram and she cried to Abram. And then Abram went to God and said, what's going on? And God said, I will give you a handmaiden called Hagar. And by her, you shall have a child. So he had Ishmael. So Ishmael was the firstborn of Abram and Sarah. And then Sarah still went and cried some more. And then apparently God blessed her womb. And then she could have um, Isaac. who then Isaac, yeah the second born, then she went a third time to Abraham and went, this isn't cool because now Ishmael is the firstborn and blah, 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 it's in the Bible. And then she moaned some more. And then Abraham went to God and said, gee, what do I do now? Um, my wife's still unhappy. And then God said, okay, take Hagar and Ishmael, give them slaves and camels and send them to the east and set them up, take care of them, send her away. <coughs> you and Sarah and Isaac can be a family. Then Abraham did that. Then God came to Abraham and said, take your only son and go and offer him up on a mountain. Then he went to offer him up. And so we carry on. It just gets, it becomes so ridiculous, Rian, when you start unpacking the reason why the Israelites think that's their country and the Palestinians think it's theirs, because it's a family squabble. The Palestinians are Muslim. You're right. You're right. Abraham is their dad, and Jerusalem is also there, and Suharon's an, and the wars. And what is family squabbles about? It's about control. Control and love. You know, you just want daddy to love you, you know, and mommy to say she loves you. I don't know. The world. So some in the world love the Palestinians, some in the world love the Israelites. Yeah. But let me tell you. The Israelis. Let me tell you. That love is not real. It's sinister. It's it's motivated by politics and power and corruption on all sides. I'm not saying one or the other. The people Absolutely. Who our government support the Palestinians and go, it's apartheid, right? The Americans support yeah. Israel and go, it's their land. They're allowed to have it based on a biblical script. And I'm going, that's economically driven. There are different reasons. Yes. Why Russia and China supporting the Palestinians. It's the West against the East. It's the it's the control and socialism against democracy and freedom. It's, it's all. So it's all these control permutations. Yes. 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 And somehow, if you look at Africa, look at how dictators, benevolent dictators, work in Africa. It just seems to work. Yeah. And yet, I mean, look how. Yeah. No, no. Look how. Yeah. No, Africa, um, through through all the years, it's always been issues of control. Yes. I mean, our apartheid system was an issue of control, Correct. if you think about it. Yeah, exactly. It's to keep yeah. it in line. Uh, but here's the thing. A society like Singapore, look at Singapore. You're on your way to that part of the world soon. Look at Singapore. It's about control. You may not chew chewing gum. If you chew chewing gum, you can get arrested. If you bring a single marana joint into that country, you can go to prison for 20 years, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. So it's about control. But then I think where in society, as a society by its own whims, without laws, without any sort of, of threat of imprisonment, functioned and not harmed others? Yes, uh, that's, a very, that's a very pertinent and interesting question. Where, where? Where, which society has done this? I'm asking. Yeah. Maybe there are some. I haven't done research. Maybe we sh I should do some research. But I think... No, I, I also, I mean, that, uh, that leaves me up there. I have no answer. I have never heard of it or experienced it. So, yeah. So you put... So then what, what is, is controlled in something that one should... You remember we had this discussion on think about what you want to say and before you open your mouth. Correct. Correct, correct. So take responsibility with mm. and for what you say. Correct. Now, do you think the word control and the action of being in control mm. should be treated in the same way then? So be very clear to what extent 
you influence personal freedom and freedom within a system when you execute or when you take control yes. of something yes. a system a relationship even a personal relationship think yes. of how people control each other in, in a, a personal and in personal yes. relationships yes yes it's and a... how they manipulate each other and how how people for example in a marriage what they call a marriage yes for years can be under the control of one other, of the other. individual yes or it becomes a interesting uh balance non-balance of control from both sides if you think of it yeah but I, I, this is how i think about control often is that the i think control for me for me personally is control about you need to control yourself firstly um so that you can be in a space with others like the society is about controls and rules in other words a little petty thing of mine it's this is petty this is my pettiness this is how petty i am so I walk into a building and I need to take an, a lift to or elevator or lift to the 10th floor. I stand back and wait for the doors to open so that there are, are people inside the lift can come out and then I can go in. Yeah. What I yes. notice is what most people do is they stand right in front of the door. When the door opens, they start walking into the lift elevator while other people are trying to get out, number one. Number two, how you know, yes. you, you yeah. go, people are standing in the doorway where you need to, you have to go, excuse yeah. me, can I please get off? And I'm going, this is a tiny little thing, but it's a social construct, which either people haven't been explained how this works Two, people don't give a shit or three, I don't know, maybe the world is just changing. It's like people who walk into a shop and just stand in the doorway and you have to go, excuse me, can I get in? People who are oblivious, they have no self-control. They don't purvey an area go, there are other people around me. It comes from a selfishness and a, I don't know what it is. So I don't so know. So if we, if, we, if we have to explain this or think about it, yeah. control is a little something. It's an atom. It's something in the individual. Yes. It, it, it is even in insect and animals and yes. birds yes. for example yes. the, the certain birds control or is in control of a certain area or a certain system or a way yes ecosystem yeah so it's something very small that has to be dealt with in a very sensitive way a specific you way. start off with and a specific way and then as it grows into <clears throat> bigger human systems that even becomes more relevant in how you manage the way that you control. Yes. So you, you need to acquire a certain sensitivity around the way that you control. Because we've now realized, or I realize, that you cannot, you cannot eradicate control in its totality. There's no, no way that you can. No, you can't. You can't. you can't do that. No. You need forms you can't of control, do but the control becomes choking or it becomes a hindrance to your freedom of choice or movement or, or general uh -huh. being. Then I think one needs to look at it. I mean, like, look at the city of Joburg. There is currently zero control, I believe, on anything. Things are just falling apart at the seams because things are not being managed. Cities need to be managed, they need to be controlled, they need to be cleaned, they need to be maintained, but there just seems to be nothing of that. Everything is just left. So, so th there's stuff. a certain amount of, so in the recipe of success, yes, control is one of the ingredients, a successful system. Yes. Or a, so you need a certain amount of control. 100%. 100%. You do. Yeah, yeah. But it's who you entrust that control to, because yeah, and how you and how you deal with that control. Correct, hundred percent, and how it is managed, and how you process that. Because I know that at schools, imagine you have thirty-five or thirty-two children in a class, and everyone can just sit where they. You can't. You need systems in order to create a bit of order and chaos in order to 
um, disseminate information and share knowledge in a controlled fashion. It's the only yeah. way I think you can do it. But it doesn't mean it has to be like that all the time. I mean, I know in Japan, for example, I don't know if it's still like this, but I remember in the 90s, I saw some videos. When you get to work in the morning, you all meet in yeah. a quad open space. You stand in little lines like a military parade almost, but you're in civilians, you're civilians. It's not military. You then, yeah. for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you do stretches and you chant and you scream and you shout. And there's someone leading the group. And then you go, ha ha, and yeah, and have a good day. So it's about getting everyone into a frame of mind. And then off you go and you go do your work for the day. I remember that. And I remember looking at that going, that's a foreign concept in a Western world. That would, that would not work. Because we're all yeah, I mean, I was I was looking I was looking at a visual of how the mm. Japanese line up mm. for their metro or their rail, yes. you know, getting yes. onto their trains. Yes, and there's a there's a certain amount of control in that. Yeah, it's unbelievable if you think about it. So it's it's how they relate control mm. into creating a successful and an effective system. Correct, and society for that matter. That works. Yes, I mean, yes. Look at the look at the World Cups that they go to as a as a as a as a uh, fan base. Have you seen what they do when the game is over? Oh yes, they get up, they yes. take out bags, and they clean the entire space where they sat. They pick up everything, whether yes. they put it there or not. They don't care. They clean it, and when they leave, I've seen shots where cameras are panning across a stadium with filth, and you just come to this one little square, and it's pristine. It's pristine. Yeah. And I look at that, and other people have seen that. I know about it. I'm not even a sports fan. But do you think anyone has copied it? No one has copied it. No one has looked at them and gone, wow, look at what these Japanese fans are doing. Wow, isn't that amazing? Maybe we should do it but, too. But, no, but I like think... It's someone else's you job know, up the trash. I mean, I've enjoyed yeah. myself. My shit's on the floor. <laughs> I paid for this seat. Someone else can clean it. Yeah. But, you know, I think we need to reiterate the fact that if you want to really look at some effective control that's based within an effective society, one should look at the Japanese. Mm. You should look at every single thing that they do. Yeah. Because there's a difference between going to Omoland, Australia, and being forced by bylaw to such an extent that you can't move left or right of yes. those laws yes. and being so controlled that it becomes uh, irritating. It becomes nonsensical in a certain way. Whilst the Japanese within their system, they built in or they build in control that's effective for the system and that makes it run effectively. But Interesting. Me, yeah, but for me, it's also just about, I mean, that self-discipline, and I talk, we spoke about it earlier in the conversation. I go, so how do societies transform themselves from being ill-disciplined, throwing papers on the floor, not maintaining the cities, thing, money, yeah. doing all that as a society, how do they... You need to put laws in place and you need to almost be harsh initially in order for people to understand you're serious about it. So leadership always comes from the top. So if you see your leaders being ill-disciplined and stealing and not pitching up for work and taking money and not declaring their assets and that, you as a citizen go, well, these are the people that are meant to be our leaders. This is how they behave. Then I can behave similarly. Which is very so they actually yeah yeah so they're actually out of control yeah we're out of control our country is out of control actually we've been kept our country at the moment is out of control out of control control. so we have not we have not learned from for example the Japanese to effectively control the system and the space in ways that benefit that benefit the whole of the populace correct. Correct. You agree with me? I agree with you fully. And the ah. thing with that is we can start talking about things and now it gets really tricky. And now we, we're moving into cancel cancel culture land where you go, can a non-homogenous society actually ever achieve this? 
Look at yep. America. Look, is it possible? Look what's going on in the UK. Look, the non-homogenous societies, because of different cultural values and value sets, have different ways yeah. of being. Yeah. So how do you then, it's a, which is an interesting task to look at and going, so are there things we agree on when we go out in public we can do and be, and are there things we can do and be at our homes? If I want to slaughter a cow in my back garden, I'm entitled to do so. Um, but then you'll have a neighbor that might complain. But I mean, what's wrong with it? It's my piece of land. I'm slaughtering my cow and eating the meat or the chicken, like like through the ages have been done. Then there's bylaws, of course, which is, yes, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So laws are part of controls. Now, then those laws need to be rewritten and the society needs to change. And if the majority of the society want to slaughter cows and chickens in their backyard, then so we do it. Because the people who live here, there's a thousand people and 800 people have said this is what they want to do. Then there's one of two things that could happen. The 200 people that stay can accept that and carry on, or they must take their shit and leave and go live somewhere else. The freedom of movement. And that was part of the ills of apartheid. There wasn't freedom of movement for people to do this for a great part of the society. Only very few of us had that privilege. Yeah. You talk about controls and laws and <clears throat> look at passports. I mean, there were no passports in the world until after the First World War. People could travel. So I wonder how people traveled then. You just got on a plane and got somewhere and wrote your name in a book. But travel wasn't that easy either. You had to get on a ship. You had to fill in the log. You yeah. To, you know, since air travel, so systems have to be upkept as societies evolve and move, I guess. And so can yeah, because I mean, you move. look at the you look at the world's population at the moment. Imagine that was still in existence. Yes, I think things would have become that would be out of control, totally yeah. out of control. Now we talk about immigration, sure. And you look yeah. at so it's, 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 all, it's, it's, Europe, it's yeah. very interesting because once again, you need to find the relevance and the importance of the specific control. Yes. <clears throat> sorry, within the context of where it's fit or where it's yes, sits. correct, correct. Be and that a relationship? I think it needs to be reviewed. Sorry? It needs to be reviewed. Yes, yes, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The laws need to be it's not it's not control forever it's yeah. not control forever you right. you have to be able to review that specific control see if right. it works for the system right. the situation the relationship and then decide how you want to um not manipulate the control but how you want to form it that yeah, is that is effective within yeah, yeah. what yes. will you what doesn't work for you I think that's the sort yeah. of the ideal society you want to get to. I mean, when you walk into a store, you take the things you want to buy, you walk to a till and you pay for them. You do not walk into a store, take stuff and leave. That's not, yeah. that's, that's not how it works. Because if that was the case, then there wouldn't be stores and you wouldn't be able to shop and do things. Yeah, so, and systems wouldn't be systems wouldn't be systems. It wouldn't yes, be effective. Need, need, yeah, you need systems yeah. to just sort of manage because I think Human beings are, by our nature, I believe this, I'm, I might be wrong, but by, by our nature, we are selfish. You wake up yeah. and then you realize I'm yeah. a person when you're Self -centered. Half years old. Yeah. And it's about my comfort and my needs and my, my, my. And then you get taught, but there are other people. There are families, there are societies, there are cities, there are different nations, there are different plans. And so your worldview starts expanding as you grow older. And you realize that you are not a single person. You form of a collective. However, if you look at economies and the way the world celebrates individual wealth and, and riches, you would think uh, it isn't about the world and society. It's just about the I and the me <laughs> and my own achievements, yeah. which is weird. It's yeah. a disconnecting thought, if you think about it. It is. And you talk about the cult it's... of personality in politics. Yeah, yeah. And you believe that? I mean, look at North. Good. Look at North Korea. Look at North Korea, and look at the excessive, ultimate control of that under which, yeah, under which that system uh, weighs, and what is so heavy within that system. North Korea. So North Korea is an interesting one because it's it's, and 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 here's the thing I always think about when we I grew up in a Western culture, as you did. We live in a Western yeah. where we live. I. 
I look at that and I go, we always think the West is the best, you know, as we've been taught. But at the same time, there are other systems in the world that have worked, right? And then Japanese, yeah, Japanese, yeah, but they they're a Eastern system, but they work on a capitalist system as well. So it's interesting to see how they merge the two, making money and and, and living. Well, that that just shows you how they've handled control, sensitively yeah. and effectively. Yeah, as a society, yeah. So, which, you know, communism, obviously, we can agree, or I can agree, or from my point of view, communism isn't a solution. Because communism is socialism no. is based in no. oppression, you know? Like, there's a few elites, yeah. the rest must just comply. And yet, our, our government, as much as they keep touting their democracy, think people like China and Russia and North Korea and Iran and, and, and places where, where totalitarianism and, like, rule seems to be okay to be partners with these people which which is fascinating yeah. talk about control we're trying to get rid of the dethrone the dollar as the currency of the world now bricks i read an article yep. that all bricks uh, and their currency dethroned while the arab league i think have joined and a whole bunch of other countries have joined so there is this need to create a counter currency to the dollar the euro the pound i understand this yep. but yeah you understand that these empires have been built over 2,000 years. You think you're going to wake up one morning, get a band of brothers together and go, let's take on the dollar. Well, then good luck. Let's see how that works out for you. Because there are still places that control money, money flow, assets. That, uh, yeah. that boggles the mind. Boggles you the see, mind. The, the, this little, this back to this little ball called the Earth with its how many billion, six point something billion, nearly seven billion people. Yes. Um, as an experiment in systems, yes, for it, I think, to function effectively. Uh, I mean, and this is like maybe wishful thinking, it is, but it's all about the balancing out of fear, ego, so power, and yes, control. Yes, correct. so it's how you structure it, to what extent you you uh, apply it and what kind of sensitivity you link to it in applying it and that needs a certain um that needs a certain amount of introspection i think so it needs to come from the individual be that a leader of a country or a political party or a school or being it's the control that sits and resides within yourself. It is, it is one of those values that we need to go about very, very sensitively, I think. Yeah, there's that too. But I mean, for me, that whole thing is always about, so how do you get a society on the same page? Nationalism yeah. comes into it. You know, and, and human nature and rep repetition yeah. and putting stuff or systems or bylaws, laws in place. Yes. That and everyone agrees society realizes yeah. that it's more effective if people abide and follow those rules and laws. Okay. So then you put politicians in place and you put laws in place. Like, you know, that's illegal not to school your child, for example. You can homeschool them, but you must apply for yep. certain things again, rules. So either yes. way, and, and the reason for that, and look, I was never a fan of formal education myself, but it was as all my parents knew and all we had, so there I went. Now I see yeah. all other schools that have popped up over the last 20, 30 odd years, Kuro schools, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the people that come yep. from that, and it's interesting because it's all sort of a form of a social experiment of saying we don't have to comply to the way schools work. There are other ways of educating people that come into society and they change things. And so society evolves. So we're at the tail end, you and I, of our lives to some extent and what we've gone through. But at the same time, I see systems being put in place now that lack all self-control, like social media, the way people can behave, with, with absolute disregard for others. It's, in, it's interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. And I see the... Yeah. Um, so we need to... We need to... 
<laughs> we need to service control. We need to take, uh, we need to, to service the take that we have on control. Yes, great. From an individual point of view, and then as far as what control stretches. Correct. We, we, need to, we need to look at it in a fresh way because we've got an overpopulated world with, with uh, trial, trial and error systems where control play, or plays quite an important role, like, for example, Israel, Gaza, what's happening there. Yes. And the sensitivity that's needed, I believe, for that to be um, resolved is how people deal with control. And it starts with individuals, and then they need to look at the system, obviously. And yeah, they, um, they need to bring a few other things to whatever recipe they're going to follow to make or to, to make it work and not for it to escalate into a full-on disaster and war. Well, well, he, they, he's come out and said this is war now, so he's made that announcement. And America came out and... You see, but that, but that yet yeah. is when you deal with control in the wrong way. Yes, correct. I mean, and this is, no, this is not control within an instant. They have, they have planned the Palestinians into a confined space. Yes, correct. Two Thank million people yes. being controlled correct. and they knew and they managed that control in such a way that when they have what is now happening, that they are in control and that they can abuse that control. Yeah. And that is what one should be looking out for correct. when it comes to control. 100%, the abuse of power. That's where control... The abuse bad. of power that sits with control. Yes. No, and you know, the interesting thing all the time is fear. The, the, where does that Hitler, that fear, mm -hmm. that fear factor, where does that, and, and how does that play a role in control? I find that fascinating. And I mean, we don't have the time to, unpack to really now. discuss and to unpack that now. But yeah, I mean, I would like to conclude with that, is yeah, that that's we need to be sensitive. We need to be sensitive around how we handle control from where it starts mm. as a small little thing within ourselves and then as it extrapolates into a system. 100%. And just to say on that is that the way fear works and the way that control works is you, over time, it's not something that happens instantly. Yes. In a war yes. situation. So there's a lot of um, societal manipulation, societal brainwashing, because it's all I can call it, because it is a form of brainwashing. Um, and I don't yes, mean it to, to be negative, but I, I came from a school system and I was explained how things work. Now, if you rebelled, you were the rebel in class, you were the, I remember that yes. very well. So and it, like you said before, it comes from that place of fear. The teacher doesn't want to be questioned. They're the final authority. And that's where it got too much, even for me. I was like, but I want to know why. Because I said so. No, because I said so isn't an answer. No, sorry. Even as a child, I explain it to me. And maybe I'm too dumb to understand it. But I want to understand something. I'm not just going to do it because you told me to. And that's where the yes. abuse of like apartheid came from, where communism comes from. It's just people are scared for their lives and their families. And they go, let's just toe yeah. the line. Yeah. And then, you know, so yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. Lacquer. Good. So, um, another so I'm going Thank to you. wiggle and, and snug into this day a little okay, bit you further. Do that. And then you go into the airport tomorrow to get on a plane, hopefully. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning early again, yeah, to Lacquer. see if I can bum a ride or, yeah, bum a ride for Astana. getting to Hong Kong to my daughter that's yes, pregnant nice. and emotional. Rightfully so. How far so, along is she? How far, her How, far How far along is she? Four weeks. Four weeks before the birth, hopefully um, uh, on the 13th of uh, November. Oh, 13 November. And, wow. So you might even be there for that. Wouldn't that be amazing? No, no. I don't know. No, the, the, the omas, the, the grandmothers are, coming. are lining up for that privilege. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't. Uh, you see, I have to. Uh, I have to control myself 
and oh. know my place oh, yes. in this as instant. As we do, as we do. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the yes. this weekend. We're in the quarterfinals, you know. We're playing yeah. France. So I hope we can whip their ass, but it's going to be a tall order, I believe. I'm not negative. I think so, too. I mean, and they've the got a whole nation behind them. Uh, they on home ground. They're on on home, home ground, the whole nation. Oh, that's that. But you I know, African, yeah. you know maybe. what's interesting? We love when the odds yeah, are You know what's interesting? We love it. Yes. We a little bit, I think as South Africans, we, we've we been molded like a little stone, you know, in a river. Yes. yes. Over a long time with all yes. our shenanigans. Yes. Whilst the French has an interesting emotional arrogance. Oh, yeah. That sometimes work for them. Yes. Little Napoleon. Yes. But sometimes... Again, little Napoleon can fail them dismally. Well, so I, it's very interesting when it comes to rugby, yes. they can be spectacular. They, in actual right. fact, my second favorite team after the Springboks. Really? I love their flair and their way of being so creative and innovative on a rugby field. But when mm. it goes wrong on the day, yes, it can really go wrong dismally. Well, them. all so, I want to say is the French are not very popular in Africa right now, as a, on a whole. Yeah, all the well, territories are rebelling. Um, the arrogance yeah. of, of the French is a true thing, I know. But let's let's go work it out on the rugby field. I'm I'm very excited for the game. You know me; I'm not a huge rugby fan, but for the World Cup, no, sport, I think yeah. I think the Springboks. We just got to get behind our team now, and they've just got to get in the trenches, man. They have got to get going. Because did you watch the Irish? Yes. The Irish are hardcore, man. Yeah. They're like street fighters. You... They are. They are. And you know what's so incredible? You look at the body, the individual. Yes. And then you look at that intrinsic kind of uh, very, prof that ability that has been created within that body that is not yes. actually the most athletic. Yes. Or the, big, the biggest or the Strapping. strongest. Yes. But there's a certain ability that's been honed yeah. by whoever's coaching them. Yeah, the and and yeah. that also moved into their team and how they align with each other. That and is playing, just magnificent. Islanders playing New Zealand. Eh? That's also going to be a game to watch. Although New Zealand doesn't feel on par for me. I don't know. The few games that I watched. Not being an expert. I'm just saying. Anyway, good. Yeah, you're right. Well, good luck. Right. I hope you get on that plane. Let us know. Thank you, brother. Thanks okay. a lot. And man. if anyone's listening to our comment, write to us at twoelephants.tiat.gmail.com. Give us your thoughts, and we'll catch you on the next one. Travel safe, Rian. Thank you, brother. Let us go. Cheers, man. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.